Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 38 of a wild podcast has appeared, your official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back to another thrilling week of Pokemon discussion. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, am like, here. This week is less thrilling and, and more angry. Less thrilling. I will. Okay. I'm yeah. giving you a preview. Right. There's a lot of people angry about that. If you're new to this show, we talk about a lot of Pokemon things. We talk about the games. We talk about the anime, the manga, everything in between. If it's got a giant Pokemon logo slapped on it, chances are we're talking about it. Show's broken up into three parts. We do a quick news section up front where we talk about just a few headlines that have come across over the, the week. And then we do a big deep dive in the second half. And then Christian gives us the Pokemon fact of the week, which is everyone's favorite segment. And we were back to doing the weird ones. We yes. got a weird one. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, yeah. That a... doesn't keep you listening. <laughs> Nothing. <will>. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of Pokemon Go news. There is obviously the announcement of Pokemon Home. We fi- Not the announcement of it, but we know when we're finally getting it. And boy, oh boy, do we have things to talk about with that one. And we'll get to it a bit later, but you'll, you will have no idea. It's going to blow your minds when you realize the Pokemon that Ash caught in the anime. Nobody saw this one coming. I know. We're all very proud of our small son. (laughs) That's a big deal. Let's start with Pokemon Go because there's a lot more there. Pokemon Go announced uh, Battle League is coming to the game. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which I feel like is a much needed, wanted, desired thing from the community. Well, I'll be 100% honest. I was pretty pumped when they like initially announced like oh yeah you can do pokemon battles and then the actual system was announced where it was like yeah you have to be close by to anyone you want to battle with and it's like okay well this is something i'll never use um so the new system is the online functionality that we've all been begging for uh it features ranked uh match online match battles uh in order to unlock them you have to walk five kilometers in order to unlock a set of five uh, battles, and you can do that up to three times a day. Um, and there will be seasons, you'll get exclusive encounters. Um, it, it seems like a really cool feature, mm-hmm. all in all. And makes you work for it, too, which I think is pretty cool. Yes. Pokemon yeah, Go is still over here trying to get us walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it's the, in the name. It's in the name. Uh-huh. Like, I can't fault them for it. <laughs> you know, they're they're keeping up with their noble quest of getting people moving. <laughs> yeah. Much, much to, you know, us lazy bums dismay. Yeah. I'm just excited to, like, 
So when does it launch? Park. Is it live now? They they started the rollout and almost immediately were like, oh oh oh, we we've <laughs> got issues. We've got issues. Let's let's hold up, mm-hmm. hold up, hold up. So it's, I don't think issues too many with people a new got feature launch. I'm surprised. no, yeah. I know. I mean, I'm mainly oh. just excited to like go to the park and like because there's like the Centennial Park in Tennessee, big, Nashville that we go to. Big it's huge. Lumpers. There's yeah. gyms everywhere. I'm just it's excited. It's basically the wild area. Yeah, I'm just excited to go and like walk around the track and like follow groups of people that I know are like trying to like get the five kilometers. <laughs> they walk five kilometers and they all stop to battle. And then they walk another five kilometers, <laughs> stop, battle, just so they get in their their walks for the day. It'll happen. I've seen weirder stuff down there. Yeah, it's it and like I like the idea of that you can be like we'll we'll finally have a definitive answer of who is the best Pokemon trainer in the world mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go. Uh, I'm curious to see if this will get like somehow wrapped into like the Pokemon World Championships. There there's a lot of exciting stuff yeah. that mm. could happen here. I'm interested to see how much of it they actually do, but you know, interesting times. Yeah. Really interesting platform and update and utility. Mm-hmm. Not so faithful in the rollout <laughs> and execution. They'll figure, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll get inevitably, it. They'll, they'll they get always it. do. They'll get it in about, I'll talk to you next year about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. uh, my favorite piece of Pokemon Go news today is the fact that uh, Pikachu Libre is coming oh, to the yes. game because I love Pikachu in a wrestling mask. It's literally the yes. best part of Pokken tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in order to get Pikachu Libre, you will need to participate in the Battle League. It is an encounter that you can only get after you compete in the Battle League somehow. They haven't exactly explained it. Also, to tie in, you can now get a Pikachu Libre mask and a Pikachu Libre outfit. Um, I, I'm very excited about this. I have a deep love of Pikachu Libre as evidenced by... Uh, she's sitting oh, right here. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right next to Cthulhu. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. You know, Pikachu Libre, three foot tall statue of Cthulhu, you know, about the same. It all works out together. I'm so excited. Literally the only reason I, at first when they announced Pokken tournament, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then they were like, Pikachu Libre. And I was like, all right, getting in line, <laughs> pre-ordering it right now. That's literally the only thing you had to tell me. So now that I, was, like, I saw, like they announced like the avatar, and I didn't see it was actually like Pikachu Libre, but I, I saw like the outfits, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I then I realized Pikachu was also coming. And I wish they now did my more with Pokken Tournament. Pokken Tournament is still one of my most upset points about the Pokemon franchise and like competitive gaming that I can't really talk about without getting just furious because <laughs> I, mean, I love Pokken Tournament so much. My my big issue with Pokken Tournament was that they didn't support it on the Wii U basically mm-hmm. at all. And so, you know, while the Pokken Tournament DX, I think it was called, like the, the revamped version where they added all the DLC characters and, you know, one new Pokemon was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was still kind of like, you know, had this just gotten a little bit more support, we might have actually seen this game take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, the mechanics were great. It had, um, you know, a lot of really interesting play styles. I love the fact that they used, like, non-traditional Pokemon, like mm-hmm. Chandelure. That was just genius. Yeah. Just freaking genius. And, you know, I feel like it would have been a game that... People would have, I mean, because it has a very dedicated fan base. A lot of like hardcore uh, fighting games fans love it. 
like you know was more popular than um like a lot of other similar fighting games that when came out that same year but it just kind of withered and died due to a lack of new content and it yeah. just didn't really get that support yeah it just died and that is why or even just give angry. me like a sequel right like I, that's that's I'm, totally yeah, fine too. i think it'll i think it'll happen i mean i think that there is Especially with how Game Freak seems to have shifted their strategy in Pokemon game releases, mm-hmm. I think there will be more of an emphasis on trying to get more spinoff games out there to keep that Pokemon brand going during the off years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which means Pokemon Tournament too. Well, they're going to have Maybe. to try harder with with Pokemon Tournament because <laughs> I'm so <laughs> jaded and burnt by how they just messed it's a, up the rollout Megan, the of minute, the minute like Pokemon Tournament shows up in a Pokemon Direct, you will immediately lose all of your bad feelings oh, and be I, like, I, oh, I w- yes, give it to me I now. will. It's going to be the immediate like instant gratification, and then I'm going to think about it for 20 minutes, and I'm going to say, I'm so mad. <laughs> You've just abandoned everything that you stood for. But anyways, we'll get to that point when, when it's Well, like out. I said, all, all, all they need to do is actually support the game, and then it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah no. You know, but that, they just that, didn't do that one well, fundamental fair, thing. To be fair, it also well, came they out. they did do it for the arcade games. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, I'm not. <laughs> to be fair, it also came out at a really weird time. It in, did. I will. Like, yeah. System life cycle wise, right? Like yeah, it was. That was very unfortunate. Basically, the last game, the last good game for the Wii, Wii U or whatever. And yeah. poor Wii U. It was still too early, you know, Switch wise. and It was just ahead of its time, the Wii U. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. So. It was so ugly, though. It was so ugly. Well, you know, ugly things have a place in this world, too, Joe. (laughs) All right, last bit of uh, Pokemon Go news is players get to vote for the next community day this is this is actually the weird pokemon go story of the week <laughs> i mean every week is has a weird pokemon go story but so this this month i think they've officially jumped the shark on community day <laughs> uh you know we've had this going on this has been an event that's been going on for two years um and i think they want to kind of like slow it down mm-hmm. just a bit because like this year they will run out of like starter pokemon to throw in uh you know uh, they they seem to have not want to like make certain Pokemon available in the wild for whatever reason, like freaking Gibble and <laughs> like Ryulu and like Lucario and stuff like that, which drives me up a freaking wall. But you know, so they've they've really slowed slowed down the releases of those. So instead, you will get to vote on your next Community Day Pokemon. So this weekend, uh, February on February first, you can vote. Between four Pokemon, there's Vulpix, there is uh, Machop, there is uh, Rhyhorn, and there is Dratini again. Um, so this would be Dratini's second Pokemon uh, Community Day. And you can vote by completing uh, field research tasks that are tied to one of those four Pokemon. So the research task is always the same. Catch 10 Pokemon. <coughs> Excuse me. I am fighting a bug. <coughs> and I'm dying. Well, dying. Everyone who's listening dead. to this is now listening to <coughs> Christian Hoffman's death. Rattles. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I need to grab some water here. This, this is the I, kneeling I, sounds I, of so a Pokemon journal. All right, Meg, who do you think will win? I don't want any of them to win because as soon as he listed them, I just fell asleep. <laughs> so while Hopper's dying, it's because he sent me the plague of these boring choices. If I had to pick, I'm always going to pick Vulpix just because I have like personal attachment to Vulpix. Mm-hmm. 
I don't care about Rhyhorn. I have caught roughly 7,000 Rhyhorn. Yeah. Dratini, it wasn't that long ago that we had Dratini. Like I, I mean, it was it was two years ago. Well. I mean, so, you eh. know, define, define like recently, you know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel like I caught a lot of Dratini recently, but, or like hatched them and stuff. But, I mean, Dratini would be nice. I so I, I feel I will like Dratini's going to win. The the hardcore fan base really wants Rhyhorn because uh, it, the the exclusive move that comes so they announced pre-announced what the community day moves would be uh, and Rhyhorn would get a new like exclusive rock type move and rock type is a great move type to have in Pokemon Go. Super effective against a lot of legendaries and all that stuff. So like the hardcore fans really want Rhyhorn, but there's very much a big disconnect between like the casual fans and mm-hmm. the hardcore fans. So there's mm-hmm. no guarantee. So we're getting that Rhyhorn- so we're getting Vulpix. Basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah. that it's going to be Vulpix or uh, Dratini, and I think that we will then see the Pokemon Go hardcore fan base revolt once again, <laughs> yeah. which would be like the like tenth time this year. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it. I would be very surprised if Rhyhorn did win based on casual mm-hmm. players like yeah. myself. I'm not into the whole IV stats and like figuring out exclusive moves. I just, yeah. I just, my my philosophy on Pokemon Go is: is it cute? I'll catch it. <laughs> so. But w- with the introduction of the Battle League, this stuff matters a little bit more now. So, this you know, is true. I'll be, cu- I will be curious to see how the Battle League influences casual gamers in introducing them more to like thinking strategically and competitively with, oh, I need this if I want to, like, enhance, mm-hmm. you know, my momentum mm-hmm. with the league. I'll be curious to see if that happens at all, and if so, no, to I, what degree. I don't think it will. My bold be, prediction is no. I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested. I guess we'll have to wait and see whenever Niantic gets this going in a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving along to the Pokemon World Championships. We finally have a date. I mean, we knew what the dates were. I, I actually got into like a scuffle with our gaming editor when this news came out. Uh, we the, the World Championships are always held the same weekend every year. It's, it's the weekend of my anniversary. Huh. Um, which is why I never go to the world championships because it's always the weekend of my anniversary. Um, so it was already on basically everyone's calendars, but it was officially announced it will be August 14th through the 17th and it will be held at the XL Center in London, which we already knew. Mm-hmm. The XL Center is like the only new, really new bit of information. Right. But you will be allowed this year. They will actually have spectator tickets, which is nice. They've kind of shut those down mm-hmm. in recent years due to space constraints. And that won't be an issue this year. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's be nice. Cool. It'll be like a proper Galarian gym battle. Oh, yep. yeah. <clears throat> that's really great timing. If they yep, don't they have, have dress up as like team yell grunts. If they don't have one that, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even think I, that. And two, I just, if they don't have a petting zoo of sheep. <laughs> that are like cosplaying as Wooloo, they have missed an opportunity. I really just want to do the Dynamax chant just over and over and over again. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that is all pretty. I really want. Hmm. I feel like there's going to wind up being like some sort of like game wide like cosplay event at this thing, and everyone's gonna be like, are we in London still, or are we just, like, seriously, like, moved? I don't know. That's pretty cool. I'd be interested. Plus, you know they're going to have some sweet, like, exclusive merchandise. Like, oh, yeah. I can only merchandise. The merch that they're I mean, the, the Nashville Worlds had 
rhinestone cowboy Pikachu, which is still <laughs> arguably the greatest mascot we've gotten from Worlds. Uh, but I'm curious to see what London is. Because when London opened that like temporary Pokemon Center, they had like oh, yeah. Winston Churchill Pikachu with the top hat and the mustache and stuff. Um, so I'm curious what, what that'll look like. I'm just here for the cute merchandise, guys. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, the merchandise is always second to none. I mean, it's. I really wish they would do it more for like the... Uh, national tournaments, you know, like mm-hmm. I would love to get some Columbus, Ohio exclusive merchandise because that's where the North American tournaments seem to always be at. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will never happen. So what are the chances that the merchandise is actually Pikachu cosplaying as champion Leon? Uh, I really hope that's not oh, the case. Man. Triggered oh, no. <laughs> and now it's I see, I see what don't, you did don't there, put Megan. that evil eye. I threw a grenade well, in the room and then I just backed out. <laughs> uh, why? Why would you? Why would you even say something like that? That's that's just disgusting and wrong. And also, no one would buy that. Mm. People would buy it because people are saps, but no one would be happy about buying it. <laughs> I mean, They'd be I mean, Leon, Leon is, as, would be their local hero. Yeah, I mean, you're just disparaging an entire community. Honestly, there's true. there's no Leon community Apologies to all of our and, UK our UK listeners. Yeah, yeah, I, I apologize on <laughs> Megan's behalf for putting out such terribleness into the world. All right, let's talk about Ash's latest catch, which is oh, a which is a pretty big deal. Ash Ketchum is just balling right now in the <laughs> yeah. anime. Like no, he has you, been the perpetual butt of every joke in the anime since it began. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's decades in the making. And then this new series Mm. comes out and he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go to the battle frontier, but I'm going to take Mr. Mime and he's going to wreck all of you. And then today in this most recent episode, he's like, you know what? I just feel like catching a Dragonite. (laughs) And he he did. He catches like a pseudo legendary Pokemon. (laughs) And like, it's like the most insane moment <laughs> yeah it's there was somebody like pointed out it's like uh on twitter i saw something it was like here are the first pokemon that ash has caught and you know each series and it's like <laughs> oh it's a caterpie oh it's like you know a hoot hoot oh it's Taillo. oh it's rowlet oh it's a <laughs> i can't say that word it's a dragonite <laughs> um and it's like you know like Ever since he became champion, he is just like now just like casual. Like uh, <laughs> there there are words that I would use to describe Ash, but I can't because we would lose Clean our f- yeah, Clean we show. would lose our family friendly rating. But let's just say that Ash is show is is he's got some big kahunas. <laughs> like, I think I'm a it's, lo- it's so impressive. Like so basically if you haven't like heard of what's happened in the latest episode of Pokemon the series. Basically, Ash and Go, they wind up on this island full of Dratini and Dragonair and Dragonite. One, they have a hilarious conversation looking at the three Pokemon and they go, how did Dragonite come from you guys? <laughs> They're like, wouldn't my Lotic be better? I don't understand. Like, like it's such a meta question because so many people are like, what? But then he winds up. It's a fair up, question. It is a yeah, fair question. It, it raised some really good questions. But then in the series, like, there's this Dragonite and it's like kind of like scared to fly and stuff. And Ash is like, you know what? I got this. I got this. We're going to train you. It's going to be fine. And then it's like this like hilariously whimsical training montage of like <laughs> Ash and this Dragonite. And he winds up catching the Dragonite. Like, he gets it in the Pokeball. Dragonite went in the Pokeball. Like, that doesn't happen. This is like a pseudo-legendary Pokemon. That barely happened when I first played when I first played through Blue. Yeah, like, yeah, he just yeah. casually went, doop, boop, boop. 
Done. He yeah, I mean, we it's always ridiculous. we always knew that Ash was a better Pokemon trainer than Jim Viscardi, but this episode <laughs> officially yeah. makes it real. But it's just interesting to see how everyone's freaking out about one Dragonite, and some some fans are upset that like all the Pokemon that he's been working with currently are Gen One Pokemon. But honestly, we're we're going this this series. This is a new series that allows us that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. We haven't mm-hmm. been able to have this to like. Let us revel in it a That's little true. bit. It's been a while since and, we really got to play with Gen 1 stuff. I know, which is great because in the next episode, we've already gotten some promo images. Lance is coming back with his red Gyarados. <laughs> and Ash is just going to like wreck Lance like, hey, hey, Lance. Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. see this? I got a Dragonite too. Let yeah. me let me go and beat up your red Gyarados. Hey, yeah. remember me? Remember yeah. me? Remember how I couldn't get like a, a gym badge on my own for like half of the my first journey to Kanto? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Behold. I can't even uh, yeah, look at yeah. this. I'm so excited to see that because in the original anime with Ash and Lance, like it was very much like Ash was like, oh, you are my, you are who I want to be. And Lance was like, you are a fly on my shoe. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't care less about you. And now Ash gets to have this reunion and be like, I just caught a dragon knight. What now, Lance? <laughs> I am the champion of the Alola region. I am all of this like stuff combined. And you know, I'm just curious to see if the anime will nerf Ash again because so far they it's have too just late. lifted they can't. him. It's too late. It's, it's too late. So I'm curious like to see Ash, how this is going to turn out. So this is no this something's. Is the, get, well, go ahead, Christian. I'll let you go first. I was going to say, like, you know, here here's the thing that has really struck me. It's like we we have Go who's catching all these like low level, like you know, not even battling. He's he's basically the dude who's just spamming pokeballs and catching whatever <laughs> junk he can catch to that. And meanwhile, Ash is like, oh no, these are beneath me i catch pseudo legendaries or above like by the end of the series ash is going to be like riding in on like a wave of just all powerhouses all legendary pokemon all pseudo legendaries they'll probably he'll probably have like a shiny mewtwo or some <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah like you know I that's feel that's like, what we're that's that's like you know the trajectory we're on like i or, feel like he's gonna steal the red gyarados from lance or on the flip <laughs> side like something Something tragic is going to happen. Oh, God. And, like, we're either going to lose the Dragonite or the Dragonite's going to have to fly away. It's going to be bye-bye Butterfree all over again with oh, one of these. Oh, no. Oh, so, instead of bye-bye Butterfree, it's going to be dead, dead Dragonite. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, Jim Viscardi brought it up. Let's not even Jeez. pretend like I'm the one who came up with this idea. Oh he started God. it by saying it's going to get dark and tragic. Oh. Uh, so I would just like to say that my headcanon for Ash's like meteoric rise out of mediocrity has been that once he finally got some like quality like father-son bonding time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had Professor Kakui, who's like the first like adult man to ever show like an interest in Ash, mm-hmm. like beyond like, ah, yes, Ash. You're going to be my research assistant. Go off into the wild. <laughs> you know, he finally gets that, like, nurturing that he needs. And voila, suddenly he is champion. And now his stepfather <laughs> is like, oh, God, I've been neglecting him all the time. <laughs> he's only he's saying that in Pokemon, you know, because he's a Mr. Mime. And so, like, him and Ash. And so now he's being lifted up even higher. He's yeah. finally getting the parental direction he needs and Boom. He's he's like champion of the world now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. We got Red Gyarados coming. He caught a Dragonite. Gengar's in the next episode. It's it's gonna be amazing. I'm so excited. Gengar and I'm gonna love it. Oh man. (laughs) This this is this is everything I've wanted 
in the anime for a long time and it's happening and it's just the greatest moment. So very excited. So the trading card game can be hard for people who are just getting into it. Accurate. Parents, especially older parents. Oh, well, yes, I can understand. So a mom has gone viral for trying to learn the trading card game. I mean, she did learn the Pokemon trading card game, which therefore invalidates everything you just said there. Uh, she, She picked it up. While not understanding any of the names of it, she was like, so this this post went viral, um, and it's like this mom went to a pre-release tournament last weekend, they kind of showed her how to play the game, and then she dominated in the <laughs> tournament. All the while, not even being able to, like, say the Pokemon's name, just like... Wrecking them like, oh, yeah, here's my Rakizi. I do like 120 damage to you. Is that is that right? <laughs> and it's like just just murdered. Like apparently she did really well in this pre-release tournament, uh, got into the game. It was a good opportunity for them to bond with their child. Um, and everyone's talking about it. And it's adorable. Yeah. This is adorable. But there's like there is like a two percent part of me that really wants her to have just been like sharking everyone. <laughs> I want her to have been practicing. Like she, just go, she goes yeah. from town. To town, being yeah, like, I want her to like, like, just bringing a kid along who uh, has zero mean, interest in You mean Pokemon. the Jim Viscardi <laughs> method? Uh, method yeah, yeah, of, you know. I want her to have listened to this podcast, have heard what Jim did Jim in his did. past youth juvenile years, and then I want her to have been like practicing on the side, hustling, and like mm-hmm. all his Toys R Us's are gone now, but wherever <laughs> they go to like Target or something, then like hustling, playing Pokemon, then shows up, texts their cop, but do you know what this Pokemon is? Mm. I don't know. Like, that's what I secretly want. Oh. But like this is so cool like i love is, this is like, this pokemon with a sword in the mouth any good because i'm gonna play it and then kill your pokemon yeah like for me as like like my mom tolerates my pokemon love she always makes fun of me like i'm wearing eevee socks currently mm-hmm. when i got like these like pokemon socks she was like is those your pokemans and i was like oh that's not the correct plural but like i guess we're like you two you two have kids like these yeah. kids are gonna be great growing up <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my child does currently wear a Pikachu hat wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, he's no, Poke Boy. <laughs> I mean, like I here here's the thing. So, I've had way too many conversations about the Pokemon trading card game and whether or not it's hard or easy to understand. And like my stance has always been, the game is not that difficult to pick up. No, like no. if you if you I mean if you spend like an afternoon with the rules. You know, go and play through a few games with, like, your kids. You can learn it. I've had this conversation so many times, usually at the card wall at Target, (laughs) with, like, parents, like, staring at, like, what choices they have. And it's it's really not a hard game. And it's like, you know, I really feel like if your kids take an interest in something like the Pokemon trading card game, you should join in. Like, one of my biggest regrets... Well, I mean, like, I loved the Pokemon training card game as a kid, and I had no one to play it with. Mm -hmm. Like, no one to play it with. Like, I only, the only time I actually got to play the Pokemon training card game was the video game. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, and that's, that's, like, really disappointing. And, like, the Pokemon training card game, like, yeah, if you don't know a lot about Pokemon, it can be a little bit weird, and it can be a little bit, like silly but your kids love it and like how often Mm -hmm. do you get an opportunity to really engage with your kids interests like that um and like you know actually have a hobby that you can bond with like you know this is good parenting now in this case like this mom is doing this with her adult daughter you know i think it's like uh her adult child it's a very good example like i think think more parents thing like that to me is like is the deck building aspect of Mm -hmm. it yeah uh, but outside of that, like the mechanics of it, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, a game or two in and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I kind of get it. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, if you don't have, I mean, fortunately, like there are, you know, you can buy the deck starter. Yeah, you can buy, like you that. can buy the pre-made decks. I mean, yeah. that's what I do a lot mm-hmm. with my, when my nephew was first getting into the game, I would just get a bunch of the pre-built decks. And I was like, okay, pick one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we would each pick one. And, you know, like, like I said, it's just, it's, it's just good parenting there 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 is a very low bar to entry for these games i mean like you know you can just buy a pre-built deck for like what 15 bucks Mm -hmm. boom you have a deck that you can play with yeah you want to get better like even even so like it's it's not that expensive it's it's it is a hobby that both you and your child will appreciate and you don't, you know, look look at like the other stuff. Like if you play, like if your kid plays a sport, you know how you interact with that? You take them to the games, you watch the games, you support them. If you're, you know, you might coach them for the game. And if you're not a great parent, you are one of those like psycho parents who are like screaming at the refs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's no room for that like toxic parenting in Pokemon yeah. trading card games. It's, it's yeah. great. Like, yeah, it's, it's just not there. Because like for me, like my mom had no interest in playing Pokemon trading card game with me or my brother, but she did have access to a car and there was a Toys R Us down the street. Mm-hmm. So whenever mm-hmm. they would have their, like, they had weekly tournaments, I think two or three times a week, and she would take us there. <laughs> she would be like, I don't know what you're doing. I'm going to go look. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, like that That was great. So, like, I very much side with Hoffer here on that discussion. So it's pretty great. It is a low entry bar. And I have to, this is a good segue for me. Speaking of low entry bars into Pokemon hobbies, we got some of the Pokepla yep. into the office. Mm-hmm. So and jealous. We built them. They're great. They're awesome. They're fantastic. I've Mega's been hiding got Pikachu one. in my got one. I've been hiding Pikachu for in my For those watching the video feed. <laughs> yes, this is my Pokepla Pikachu. Oh, it's, it's adorable. Pretty cute. Yeah, it's bigger than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. First of all, to mention, so we just these are definitely this. not to scale because yes, no. uh, we also got the Eevee and the the Mewtwo one, and the Eevee is bigger than Mewtwo. Uh, yes, and the Mewtwo is a little <laughs> where, little tiny. Where where my four year old is like, Daddy, that's not right. And I'm like, <laughs> use your imagination, kid. <laughs> just you use it. This is an activity. These are models. They're <laughs> yes. not supposed to be to scale. Yes. So for any of you, uh, we we discussed these Pokepla mm-hmm. in a past episode. Basically, uh, these are official. So if, like we've discussed model building kits, figures kind of based on the Gundams. Mm-hmm. They're now mm-hmm. Pokemon versions. So these are basically kind of like pieces of plastic that you snap out of a grid and you, you don't need these. clippers for these yeah. even though i was clipper sh- non-clipper shamed mm-hmm. the last time we brought these up yeah you, so you can basically pop 100%. them out or you can like hoffer says you can clip them out with bolt cutters this one doesn't require any glue you just snap them together i think this yep. took me like five Good. minutes to build it was really quick um but yeah this is just like super cute its ears move when you turn pikachu's oh, that's head uh the the tail is movable you can like make them wave at you and stuff uh the price points for these are super super affordable they're all less than 15 or 20 dollars mm-hmm. um so you can pre-order them now but yep. absolutely Highly recommend recommended it. if you're new to the gunpla thing and you've looked at like people building gunpla kits or even transformers ones that they have now there's because now, now i want to do the awesome yeah, there's there's Dragon Ball version ones also. I mean, there's there's tons of these kits that you can get, and you look at them and it says five hundred pieces, glue required, paint, and you're just like, um, I'm damn out. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, but now, now this is a very cheap way. It's under twenty dollars. Stickers are the probably the hardest part you got to do. Yep. Uh, I kind of messed up the sticker on his nose, so we're just not going to look at that. <laughs> but yeah, these are super great. I just wanted to kind of show them to everyone. These are 
900% something I would recommend that you could do with your kid. As, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My, I mean, like I said, like my, my kid's almost, you know, she's four and a half now. Yeah. And she did, I would say, maybe 75% of the EV1. Yeah. Um, there were a few little, like, some of the mechanic parts that I had to help her out with. Mm-hmm. But mm. instructions are easy to read. She did most of it herself. I did the stickers for her and, mm-hmm. like I said, some of the, the other parts. But yeah. uh, outside of that, like, it was great. And now she's addicted to them. I'm addicted to them. I wish there were more now. Yeah. Um, or you could be like me and do them with your 25-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no age limit here, to be honest. But, yeah, just want to let everyone know we, we got the Pocopla. Yep. And cool. it was as amazing as we had hoped. Mm-hmm. Uh, lastly, on the uh, trading card front, the Sword and Shield set is set to hit stores next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Megan and I unboxed a uh, a brick of booster packs yesterday, so you can check on our Facebook page or on YouTube to check that video out. And we got some pretty sweet pulls. Yeah, we got. Like, I was shocked. We got what we several V Maxes, several yeah, V cards. So yeah, this is the new set that introduces the V Max cards, the V cards, the new Holofoil sort of designs. Galarian Pokemon are all mixed in, into this uh, mm-hmm. naturally. And of course, uh, if you want to get your hands on some of these early this weekend are the pre-release tournaments uh, for you to get your hands on some of those. But all in all, I'm I'm excited for the Sword and Shield wave of the trading card game. I think uh, a mm-hmm. lot of the cards that we saw looked cool. Some of the mechanics look really cool. Yeah. The artwork looked great. The artwork is great. Yes. Um, so definitely, definitely check check those out. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. All right. When we get back, we are going to go through Pokemon Home and all of its perceived problems. Because they're not really real problems. When we get back. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. <laughs> I love when we cut off. Offer was just immediately ready to fight. Jim, you know, like we we we've got to have a talk here. Stop feeding the trolls. Jeez, you already got in trouble with this once this week. Like, you know, stop, stop, stop. God, you know, you're just giving them air. Okay. So Pokemon Home is announced, and really the only thing that people have a problem, or at least I saw, is the price? Yeah, and it's, it's, the it's okay. Hoffer, break yeah, it down. Break it down. All right, so Pokemon Home was announced. It comes out in February. There's two plans. One is the basic free plan. You get 30. You can hold up to 30 Pokemon, which is kind of a joke. <laughs> um, you can um, do a limited amount of trades. Like the, basically, the, the GTS system, the global trade system, is coming back. 
And with a free plan, you can do, um, I believe it's, I forget how many, but you can do more if you have this premium plan and you can do a smaller amount. And same thing with the Wonder Box, you can participate in like friend trades. So you can actually create like a, fr- a friend room and do trades between your friends and you can participate if you have the free plan, but you can set one up if you get the paid plan. Hmm. So the paid plan, you get access to 6,000 Pokemon spaces. You <laughs> can transfer Pokemon it's from a little bit your more Pokemon. Yeah, you can transfer Pokemon from the Pokemon Bank system to Pokemon Home. Uh, you can do up to 10 Pokemon through the Miracle Box, which are basically wonder trades at a time. Mm-hmm. You can put uh, three Pokemon in the global trade system and it has comes with an IV checker. Oh. The premium the premium plan costs 16 bucks a year. 16 bucks for a year. Yeah. And people because people will find anything to complain about. That breaks down to about a com- dollar 33 a month. Yes. And so dollar. like, you know, the the issue I think here's where I'll dial back and say here here's what I think the complainers are coming from. It's not as much the price. It's more that this follows the announcement of a $30 DLC. Mm-hmm. With Pokemon Sword and Shield, in order to participate in any of the online stuff, which previously was free, you now have to pay $20 a year. So, in order to get the full Pokemon gaming experience, you now have to pay 90 bucks for the game, $20 a year for the the internet access, and $15, $16 a year for the Pokemon Home subscription. That's still, in the grand scheme of things, not a huge cost, mm-hmm. but it is a cost. Sure. Mm. You know, that's that, and that's where ni- I think people Nintendo are... Online, though, the Nintendo Online part of it, I don't buy as a, like a Pokemon-only expense, right? Like, if you have a Switch, yeah. you are not only playing Pokemon for its online like online capabilities. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, there's people are, like, picking and choosing. Like, I saw people, like throwing in like the Pokemon bank subscription of $5 per year um, as like a cost that gets added into it. And it's like, no, cause everyone's going to cancel Pokemon bank as soon as you did. Like I would be more upset about this. If not for the fact that Pokemon bank, which is a much more dialed down version of Pokemon home yeah. was like a free service. Oh, and by the way, uh, for the month after this comes out, everyone gets Pokemon bank for free for a month, so that everyone, if you get the Pokemon Home, you can go and move all your Pokemon from Pokemon XY, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and older games like Pokemon Black and Pokemon White through the Poketransporter, and you can move those all into Pokemon Home, which will act as a permanent home for your Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, you know, 16 bucks a year, you know, this is a lot, this is a pretty cheap service in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. like maybe i'm just you know i i i understand that you know they are tacking on costs yeah mm-hmm. and i empathize with people who feel that they cannot afford that and that's a luxury that they cannot afford and i i do understand that however this is still an optional service yep um you know if if you are that concerned about your pokemon you know you can still pay that five bucks a year to keep the pokemon bank active um and keep your older pokemon alive and you know there's nothing that says that you know pokemon sword and shield you can store those pokemon there's nothing that says that you need to have your older pokemon in your newest games and while i agree that you know 
it is a cost. It's a cost. Like, you know, that's, that is, you know, this is, it's really the Pokemon, Pokemon company is just catching up to what every other gaming company does. Mm -hmm. And it's still cheaper than what other gaming companies do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's coming down to, again, the debate that we had months ago between what's optional and what should just come implicit with the cost of the Mm -hmm. game. And for Mm -hmm. a lot of the people who are complaining, the people who are complaining are the same people who said, we should just be able to have all the Pokemon in Sword and Shield from the get-go immediately without additional cost. And so they don't see the necessity of paying an optional $15, $16 cost a year to get what they feel should have been naturally included with the base game, period. So I feel like it's also primarily that fundamental disagreement of what should be optional versus what should be inherent in the game. And that's, mm-hmm. that's not something that can be fixed. That's, that's the Pokemon company's decision. And that's that. I mean, the cost again, I can understand. Like I only recently got the Pokemon switch online shtick because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to pay $20 a year. I have a very tight budget. Like I can mm-hmm. understand that um, for players. And I was like, all right, Christmas, Someone get me gift cards. Give me gift cards so I can try this for a year. Um, So I can understand that. But I also feel like if you're the kind of person who is determined, hell-bent one way or or another to get all of your old Pokemon into Sword and Shield um, or into your Pokemon home at the very minimum, then you're probably somebody who has a budget for Pokemon (laughs) yearly. And you could probably not get that Pokemon mug at at GameStop or online or on Etsy and instead get the Pokemon bank Mm -hmm. system. Yeah, this is this is the equivalent to like four packs of Pokemon cards. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if you were to just collect, you know, potential change that you get, like it really, I mean, it's only... It really breaks down just like a little more than a dollar a month, mm-hmm. and and when you look at it that way, mm-hmm. you know it's it's a it's a much different. I think it's, I think it is much different. Um, but this is I think a necessary. And yeah, I remember like this is not really a service that I you know the, the Pokemon Company can probably provide for free for it to be sustainable. Right. So yeah. you know the big question is is like home is a big thing that I think we as fans and players actually kind of need to go on this ride into the future with Game Freak and the Pokemon company and and whatever to give them the capabilities and the resources to make what we love bigger and better. Uh, Like, look, there are just, there's going to be just flat out storage, you know, and storage fees and things like that, that are going to have to come from, you know, the, the Nintendo or not Nintendo, but the Pokemon company and, and what they're going to have to do there and operational stuff. And while, you know, it may not seem like a lot, like, well, well, they're just, you know, holding on to data. But like, think of how many players are out there and how many, yeah. you know, different mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon are going to be lodged into uh, into Pokemon Home. And so, so there's a lot at play there where, like, I get the price concerns, but at the same time, I I believe that there is a bigger picture plan at play here with this. Yeah, and like I think that some of this is, you know, just let's let's look at the alternative. Would people be more inclined if if Pokemon Sword and Shield were like a seventy five dollar game, mm-hmm. you know, but this sort of functionality came included in it? Would people be more inclined to pay for that? Um, you know, is 
because because how I I look at it as and this is very much not something that's needed to play the Pokemon games. No, uh, no. you know, I'm not like, going to get it. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I yeah, probably I definitely will. won't because I don't. I have I stopped playing long enough that like I don't like I just I don't have any Pokemon that I I would care about bringing over kind of thing. Um, I would like you know if I'm as invested in future games like I am with Sword and Shield now, I can see myself potentially picking it up so I can, you know, bring some of that stuff over. Um, mm. Even even the Pokemon that I've got, because this does this or does this not include Pokemon you catch in Pokemon Go? Uh, it Not initially, but right. it will eventually yeah. include support for it. And so, like, I may, I, so I may have a few Pokemon in, in Pokemon Go that I, you know, would care about, you know, bringing over and bringing on with me, but... For me, like Sword and Shield was such a you know revitalization for me to, in the games that like would I want do I want to bring my you know uh, colossal uh, over with me to the next game uh, if possible? Yeah, probably. Uh, but that's a that's a bridge that is a bit far from me now. Like, and I get it. Like, I know that there are a ton of people who have like emotional, actual emotional attachments to the Pokemon that they play with in their games, right? Like I still remember, like I brought my original Blastoise as far along with me as I could when, when playing with that. And you're like, I wish I could have that Blastoise back. I I can't, but whatever. But you know, I, so I, so I get it, right? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of that. And so, but at the end of the day, it's up to us, the players to figure out what we what is a nice to have versus a must have. And to me, all of this stuff is nice to have. Like the Pokemon company could just say that, you know, Pokemon bank is it. And that's, that's all, that's all you get. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I mean, and, th- and that's the thing. It's, I see a lot of these conversations. I see this a lot with D and D where D and D, you know, there's a lot of complaints about how the books are $50, you know, for, for a book. Um, and, you know, while at one at some level, like, yeah, that's that's a lot of money for a book. But on the flip side, you know, look how much you're getting out of that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I, I look at this the same way. It's like sixteen dollars a year. Like, you know, if you are that emotionally and, and like, frankly, I mean, I hate to say this. It's it's good business strategy from the Pokemon company. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, you if you are so invested in your Pokemon that you feel they, they've decided, like, well, we're going to put a cost on, you know, how emotionally attached you are. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, just from the pragmatic sense. And that's, that. I'm not going to say whether that's good or bad or right or wrong, but, you know, I, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They, and they kind of already did it with the Pokemon Bank. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And that's the thing, too. Like, everyone's like, well, why couldn't they just make the Pokemon, like, make the Pokemon Bank better? You know, there's probably the a Pokemon point. Pokemon Bank sucks. <laughs> but there's probably a point where, like, they have actual technical limitations with the framework that they've built with Bank. And so yeah. the only way to get yeah. around that is to build something new that gives them flexibility and, you know, far into the future. There's only so much that they could have done with Bank. Home is a ne- the next, you know, thing. It's in the and same like, way. Like, when you look at it, when you look at it, like, this looks like a service that's three times as better <laughs> yes. as Pokemon Bank. <laughs> so that's, like, my thing's like, okay, I mean, and I, I'm i pretty sure they looked at it. It's like when the, you, you go and take a look at everything Pokemon Bank can, uh, Pokemon Home can do compared to what Pokemon Bank can do, and you're just like, 
Oh, yep, nope. This is why this is why this costs this much. It's it's it makes sense. Yeah. And at the same time, like I don't think any of us were expecting to get the Sword and Shield DLC in the period, right? Like we yeah. expected a new full game maybe next year. And so for us to be to be getting that as soon as we are is crazy. And sure, yes, it's another thirty dollars that the Pokemon's going to be able to get. You know, Pokemon is able going to be able to get from you this year. But the Pokemon games are evolving and they're changing. And I think you know, I would rather get. I like getting the DLC has me not knowing where the limit is for Sword and Shield, right? Like, like what? Mm-hmm. At what point do they say we have done all that we can with Sword and Shield? Here is. The next game, and like obviously, next game would be a new region, new Pokemon, etc. But or those Sinnoh remakes. <laughs> <laughs> now you're feeding the trolls, Hopper. Yeah. Stop it. But no, like, I'm just I'm just giving people false hope. Yeah. There's a difference. But but that's but like that's the, that's the thing that gets me that gets me excited, right? Like knowing that I'm going to be able to like to spend a bit more time in the Galar region and get these DLC, you know, packs. May mm-hmm. hopefully every so often. Um, just has me like just excited and invested in in staying in the ecosystem that is what the Pokemon company has created. Yeah, yeah. it's going to cost me, and I'm going to have to you know make sure that I'm able to you know budget accordingly. But that's that's my choice. Like I mm-hmm. I want to continue doing this, and yeah. so and if it's too much, I mean you do have the choice of stepping back. If like, I got if I got if I got to cut some comics from my pull list, that's fine. Pokemon's killing the comic book industry anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and also <laughs> Jim has crap conversation for crap. Taste in comics, so you know most of them could be afforded to get cut. Wow! So yeah, I said it a little bit. I wow. said it. I have great taste in comics. You have the worst taste. Wow, in comics. this is a different story for a different podcast. <laughs> but I will say it's interesting. Like for a game that's fundamentally about evolution, it's weird to see how evolution has become a bad <laughs> word for some people. <laughs> like, like I'm going full Hamilton here. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's strange to see that like this game is all about making progressions and moving forward. And now they're trying to like literally find these ways of Avenue and the staunch diehards are saying, no, no, no. And it's, I'm not even saying staunch diehards cause we're, we're staunch diehards in here, but we're saying go, go, go. Um, it's, it's just, there's always going to be an echo chamber online discussions about what's good, what's right, what's bad, what's wrong. We're all going to have different opinions, but I think it does come down summarily to what's necessary for you to play the game and what's extra that you would personally like mm-hmm. and all the features that they've announced and that they're coming out with they you they're just I mean look they're add-ons you a, a ton of people yeah. a, a ton of people bought sword and shield they couldn't bring their their old pokemon into the game yet they played it just fine they liked the game mm-hmm. well, what are you missing like yeah. what are you missing I mean I played the game just fine and loved it with my initial review without having the online service without mm-hmm. having Pokemon Home without having any of the DLC I loved the game mm-hmm. and it was fine and I greatly enjoyed it and it wasn't until December I got the online function and I realized what happened in the wild area when you had the online function <laughs> and now I love it even more but that was an optional choice on my behalf so yeah. This is it's going to be the same thing for bank. I don't know if I'm going to go into it though. I have my X and Y and all of those Pokemon that I I would like to bring over. You know, I don't I don't know if that cost is weighing it out for me. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to come down to each person's individual 
understanding of necessity, desire, and money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and that's why you're going to have so many conflicting opinions on this. So yeah. it's it's going to be a, a touchy subject. But all in all, I don't think it's a it's a bad or unwarranted move by the Pokemon company. Right. It was it was going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So and and it's here. All right, Hoffer. Let's go to the Pokemon fact of the week. Okay. So we are to Jigglypuff, and oh, nice. it is a weird one. Jigglypuff. So Jigglypuff is basically a giant balloon. We, yes. we know this. Um, but really, it's more kind of like a bagpipe. A furry the reason bagpipe. Why, the reason why is because Jigglypuff inflates, and then it lets out that air when it sings. Here's the thing. Jigglypuff does not inhale when it sings. This usually isn't a problem because it puts every Pokemon to sleep, but... Uh, the Pokedex notes that it is in danger of suffocating when it oh faces an enemy that can't be put to sleep and that it puts its own life in danger any time that, like, a Pokemon is able to resist that sleeping ability, which is terrifying. <laughs> so, like, this so- is this is a Pokemon that might kill itself in battle if it goes up against, like, a Loudred. One of two things ha- must have happened. The researcher, a professor must have see, tried to see how long a Jigglypuff could sing and noticed that the Jigglypuff was suffocating and had to stop it at one point. Or someone came across a dead Jigglypuff, performed an autopsy, and realized it suffocated itself. I have so <laughs> very many... So does it, like, breathe through mm-hmm. its skin? No, no, no. It well, inhales. No, it, just, it, it inhales. It never mastered, a, right? It, it never mastered like the art of breathing while singing. You know yeah. that that entire, you know, it's because it's one continuous song. It's it mm-hmm. doesn't have any like natural pauses, right. like you know, and it hasn't like you know, what is it throat singing, which you know you can do continuously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, so they it's don't just, know how to do circular breathings. No. Basically. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Awesome. Jigglypuff so, is a monster to humanity. Poor Jigglypuff. What? <laughs> no, it's, I can't circular breathe. I'm with you. <laughs> can, can you can you imagine like when we get to like the like some like regional variant of Jigglypuff that does know how to breathe while singing and like what sort of like terror that they'll like unleash upon it? It's like this Jigglypuff doesn't like you know suffocate while singing, so you know it can just sing for days and days and days. And oh yeah, like no Pokemon can resist it, and it's like ability is like guaranteed sleep or something like that. Jeez. Opera singer Jigglypuff. Oh, uh, that was that was a that was a good one. I, I uh, that's especially because I mean, who doesn't love Jigglypuff? Apparently, Megan, who thinks Jigglypuff's a menace, but monster to, monster humanity. to humanity, get it right. Jesus, <laughs> the name's important. If you like this show, if you liked everything that we talked about today, no, we've got plenty more for you to listen to. If you want to check them out. So funny, I was pulling some, I had to go pull some numbers for a big business meeting uh, about the show. And turns out a bunch of you actually do like to go back and listen to a bunch of episodes. We've seen it in a few of the reviews. People say they like, they love to go back and binge it. Uh, why we all always encourage that because uh, I think all of the conversations we have are very good. You'll miss some key moments. You'll miss very key moments and you'll learn why we are the way we are. You'll miss Hopper's extreme emotional damage. (laughs) And so, uh, tell your friends about the show. If you've got people you play Pokemon with or Pokemon Go with or uh, you're in a, you you go to a trading card game uh, tournament every so often, Tell them about the show. The more people who uh, talk about the show and listen to the show, uh, we love. And it just helps us keep doing what we uh, we do and provide for 
our adoring fan base and audience. Uh, we are anywhere podcasts can be found. So if you're new and you may have stumbled onto us from the website or somewhere else, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts can be found, hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode. Every so often we read reviews on the show. And if we read a review, your review, and it's five stars on iTunes, you get a free t-shirt. I just printed out a whole bunch of labels this week. And so now I got to go stick them in a bunch of envelopes to get them out uh, to both wild podcast fans and obviously comic book nation fans. So, um, if you love the show, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. If you want to talk to us about uh, any of our opinions about Pokemon, uh, mainly Christian's bad ones, you can find him at Twitter at Seahoffer Seabus. I am I am livid right now. <laughs> for the record, for the record, I have the best opinions about Pokemon. Megan is a very close second. And Jim is like somewhere in like the millionths, like worst opinions. Wow. Just for the record. Uh, well, if you Megan, would like to mediate between these two, I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. <laughs> and you can tell me how great I am and how great my opinions are. Oh, that didn't that came off terribly um came out exactly right <laughs> and how wrong you are oh, oh uh, i am at jim viscardi so we will see you at the same time same place next thursday we'll catch you there talk to you later folks